We speak different languages. We come from different cultures. But here we are, studying Australia. Welcome to today's episode. I'm your host Felicity. So this episode we have Rush, an international student from India, currently studying Australia. Hello, Rush. Hello. Hello, Felicity. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So you are international in Australia. So what did you study? So I'm currently studying Master of International and Development Economics at the ANU. So in this pandemic, I was supposed to actually graduate this、uh, December, but、um, the quality of the education went down so much that I deferred my education graduation. By one semester, so I will be graduating next semester. Oh, oh! So you are expecting the actual ceremony for next year? Ah,、uh, most probably. But <laughs> you never know. Like the、uh, ANU promised,、uh, you know, graduation ceremony this、uh, semester, but they didn't、uh, didn't hold it. So you never know. Maybe they will hold it. Well, I was lucky then. I I managed to graduate before the pandemic and have a proper graduation. <laughs> yeah, I saw your photo on Facebook. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, is a but... new photo. That that was not taken <laughs> last year. Ah,、oh, okay, then. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, I bought the gown, so I thought, why not just take a photo for it every year? Ah, but I know my graduate. I know my friends who are graduating. They are taking photos of each other in you know, gowns with hat. So they are having photo everywhere around the campus. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so before the pandemic, how did you take the classes? So before the pandemic,、uh, the classes I took were generally online. No, sorry, offline. Like I was going to classes every day, and、uh, like it was, yeah, it was in classes. Did you have any online classes before the pandemic? Before the pandemic, I never had any online class. Oh really? I think I have the opportunities to have some online classes, but I didn't take them. Ah, <laughs>、uh, in ANU or like outside ANU? Yeah, in ANU, like there are some options of online classes. Okay, because I I took one class by the way, not of ANU.、Uh, it was back in India, online class. But it was totally different, like you know, very short course, not like the semester length course we have. Ah,、oh. I think I also have some classmates who join us like remotely. So how they work is basically we will, we will still take the extra course, but these remote students they what they can do is they can only hear the recording after the course. And they they also you know post comment online on the forum and everything, but we don't really have a conversation with them. 
so they are quite lonely there. Basically, uh, is it uh, like uh, massively online courses? Yeah. Like uh, on ADS or Coursera? Um, I'm not sure whether it's ADS or not, but I do have some remote classmates, so they don't take the course the same time as we do. They have to listen to our recording and then ask questions and post comments on the forum. And we don't have to post comments as, as a face-to-face -face students, but they have to because they, they need to show the, the professor saying, oh, we actually listen to the recording, we hear everything, so we, we did preparation and everything. Okay, that's interesting actually. Yeah, so it's quite lonely for them because usually they're just like one or two remote students and we can discuss on the class, we can discuss with our classmates after the class, but they can't really do that like us. Ah, this reminds me of current classes for me. <laughs> oh really, so how did you take the class during the pandemic? Is it, is it what you like? So... When the pandemic started, uh, we did we got one week's break, and from first of April, everything was online. Uh, not first of April, I think twenty seventh of March. Yeah, so everything was online, and from that moment, the education was very very bad. Like there is no interaction with the professor. Even we are using Zoom. Ask you guys to turn on the camera for like one second just to take attendance? Uh, actually, no, none of my professors did that. Although there was one professor, Stephen Hoyles, and he, uh, he was like, You guys should keep the camera on unless it's like network issue or something. But even then, after one <laughs> lecture, nobody kept the camera on. That's bad. I can I can understand. Like, it's like you're just staring at the camera. You don't you're not not scared of camera. You can just stare at the screen doing nothing. Like, no one knows what you're doing. Yeah, actually, everyone used to turn off the camera and go to sleep or something. <laughs> because it's too early. No, it wasn't too early. It was too boring, and it was three hour lecture. He had like three hour lecture every week on Monday. Yeah, on Monday or Tuesday, I don't remember, but it was so boring. Even I, I, I'm like, okay, camera is off, I just sleep. Oh my god, can you actually do that? Like, wouldn't the professor ask you guys questions randomly? Uh, they can, but of course, if I don't reply, <laughs> what he's going to do? Oh, the end. Then you can just say, "Oh, sorry, I was, <laughs> I was using the toilet." Yeah. Oh, actually, one time what happened? Uh, I, uh so um, I I wasn't sleeping while this happened. So the professor uh, asked for me, and a 
day, I was just, you know, doing my dishes. I ran, <laughs> I ran uh, from the kitchen and like, yeah, 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 I'm here, you know, tell us. <laughs> so sometimes you, you get lucky if you could hear your name and just run. Or otherwise, yeah, professor is like, okay, he's sleeping or something. <laughs> Oh my god. Also, I'm interesting. Like, I read some news that says some of the professors were using recycled materials for those um, online courses. Have you ever experienced any of those? Yes, this happened in the first semester of 2020. So, I had one course named Master Microeconomics, and the lecturer was using last year's material. And it was totally different than what he was asking in the tutorials. So we were pretty much confused what's happening and what's not happening. And there was, uh, you know, not very good support from the college. Like they were trying, but the college is trying. But uh, if professor is not trying, what can they do? Yeah, I mean, that's true. But that's too bad for students, like, you spend so much money and time on the courses, but the lecturer is not doing any, is not spending any effort to improve the class. Exactly, but I know one professor uh, of a master macroeconomics, she actually, you know, bought cameras and equipments, so she could record the uh, the new content from home. So one professor was was using the recycled material. One professor is you know investing to give the new. <laughs> so it's it's like uh, it depends on your know professor. Oh right, I mean. It reminds me, one of my professors, remember in 2018 there was a flood in KANU and then the whole campus was shut down for one day. Uh-huh. And one of my professors was, because his courses were cut because the courses was on Monday and then he actually did a recording for us like and then posted it on, on the forum for the course. And I was like, oh my god, I saw I was, you know, Finally, having a having one day break, but then my professor, but then my professor gave me this extra recording, which was a bit annoying personally as a student. But but now on the hindsight, like he's a very responsible professor compared to others. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. so do you have any group project during the pandemic? Uh, no, actually, one of the professors tried to take the Zoom screenshot, and maybe that would be the group photo, but that's it. <laughs> and many of the international students who graduated, they have left Australia without, you know, meeting me or any of other friends because they didn't get chance. And in this pandemic, tickets were like very you know hard to get very erratic so like one of my friend was saying that he will leave in mid-december but he actually left like late 
So are you able to like maintain any relationship with so uh, with any of your classmates during the pandemic? No, none at all. With pandemic, everything is like uh, with classmate none. With you know more like those friends who I know better, uh, we met like once uh, once or twice a year. That's it. So does it mean like? All of your assignment will be individual assignment, like essays, and do you even have exams? Ah, uh, uh, no, we had exams, and yeah, all the essays were like individual assignments because group assignments uh, that were not possible at all. But that's also a good thing, right? I mean, in the group assignment, you always have like those people who always disappear, not doing anything. <laughs> Say that because I'm not like a business graduate, because <laughs> because I I study history in my master. You know that like in history you you basically just write assignments. <laughs> you don't really have to do much teamwork. But I can see uh, as a business graduate, as a business student, you you have to have teamwork. You have to have group project with people because you're dealing with people all the time. So, but uh, but like uh, in history. You will see, like individual characters, they don't tell to you know, get very top position. Or if they are in top position, they don't stay there for long. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I guess some of those top professors or top historians will have some sort of team behind them to help them, like a、uh, support team. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I was just thinking, like top historians, um, they may have some group projects to do, like to do with a a very big project. They need to have a team to do with a big project. But if that just like a small project, they still need to sort of like talk with people, you know, to get the resources to get the first hand. First-hand experience, that kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they still have to sit down and then write it, write it, then assignment. Ah, <laughs>、uh, okay, yeah, but um, well, if you look that way, then it makes sense. But I was, you know, just like how to say it's. I felt like the co- college life essence was not there this year. Speaking、Maybe、of that, yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, how is the college life during the pandemic? Sorry. 
how does your college life during the pandemic like compared to before the pandemic? Uh, okay. Uh, during the pandemic, there was no college life. You are stuck in your dorm. You can't, you know, go go out that much. And before the pandemic, it was very fun. You know, the place I used to live, the dorm, me and your dorm were very good in you know organizing uh, events but during the pandemic everything was closed you can't you know go in the common room you just you can't go to dining room so everything was off we were asked if we have any place to live in Australia we should leave the dorm and go there but since international as an international student I did not have any place to live they let me stay in the dorm. So it was like that. Can, could you still go to like Black Mountain, like the nature? Yeah, I could uh, I could go to Black Mountain during the pandemic, yes. Or the nature, yes. But it was, you know, not, we, we didn't think about that. We were scared. We were just in our room, so we just simply watch Netflix and eat. Did you have any like friends or family to support you during that pandemic? Uh, all my, you know, family and relatives are in India, so I had the I had the monetary support, but not the you know emotional that you that I needed that time. So as monetary support, yeah, I can buy this, 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 but at the pandemic, you are, you know, scared. So, and even like, I'm from India, in India, the pandemic is very bad. So it is in very bad situation. So even I couldn't, you know, I was more scared for my family. Then I, I was scared for myself. Even right now, I was scared for them. There must be a very tough time. I mean, there was a very tough time for me as as a you know a Chinese citizen here, mm-hmm. especially when all those, uh, what how do you call it like um, plot against China and all those rumors of this pandemic started from China and. It was very hard living here as a Chinese citizen as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, uh, as you are telling, I think uh, Chinese people were like abused by racial, uh, you know, slurs, like go back China or things like that. This happened to my girlfriend too. So, yeah, it was a very bad situation. I think, you know, fear took people to the extreme. When people are fear, like, they, are, they have fear, they do, they do things without thinking. Yeah, that's a lot of them, actually. So, did you receive any support from the university or the lecturer during the pandemic? Uh, not that much. Like, university was like, okay, if you can live anywhere, 
just get off campus. So, yeah, but PARSA actually had helped, like, you know, giving the monetary support to students who had lost job and all. But ANU, no. ANU actually raised the, you know, the rental price of the dorms by 6.7% something. It's, it's a very steep increase. They don't care about the education. They don't care about anything. They, ANU is money-sucking institution. Sorry for that. Saying that. Yeah, I remember I was reading news saying like, because some of the students, whether they whether it is the first time they come to Australia or they just went back to their countries temporary, and the university accommodations are saying, well, since you can't come back, we are still keeping this room for you, so you have to keep paying the rent, and and that and that so like some of the university would say, oh because. You know, you are there's a technical issue for you to come here, so we're going to waive those rent for you, or you know, maybe even give you some discount or something. Or, I don't know. I don't remember now. But AAU was like, I still haven't seen anything they do. They done. They did for you know international students who can't come back. Uh, I think uh, yeah, yeah. AAU just kept the rules for them. I don't know about this thing, so I will not say anything. But yeah, it was uh, like uh, ANU wasn't great in you know tackling the students' problems. Okay, so I know that things went well in Canberra in the second semester. So was there any changes during the second semester compared to the first semester of two thousand twenty? So, first semester was actually much, much better as compared to the second semester. In first semester, there was a continuity. So, like half of the, uh, so half of the semester of the first semester was all offline. So, there was, you know, when it's offline, it was very good quality. So when they went online in the first semester, they at least continued the, you know, that quality. Even though it was going bad, but in the second one, a lot of courses were discontinued. So there, you had to choose from a very specific uh, courses. Like uh, I had no choice in the choosing of the course, even, uh, and actually I was supposed to get in the specialization, I couldn't because that course, those courses were, got cancelled. First thing, that one. Second, it was totally on Zoom. People were not attending the classes. Teachers were not motivated. Professors were not motivated. Tutors didn't care. So it was... But what happened like outside of campus? What what changes outside the camp like outside the courses like campus life or I don't know classmates in relationship? Uh, uh, so outside of the classes, 
at least Canada started to come back to life. So we could go out a little more. Uh, the dormitories started organizing events, which were, you know, a good thing. And uh, it, it was becoming livable as like, as a social life, it was becoming livable, but on the education front for which an international student is in Australia, it wasn't, you know, worth it. So would you say like, so, so from your point of view, um, for those students who can't come to Australia, mm-hmm. do you think it's worth it for them to take the online courses or should they just wait for the, wait until all the courses are resumed offline? Yes, I would say that because online, Ian is charging the same amount for the offline courses and it doesn't matter for them if it's, uh, you know, in if you are in Australia or anywhere and the quality is so bad. I would say that if you are not in Australia, if you are in your home country and doing the online course, you are actually better because you have your family here, we were totally cut off, no family support, like emotional support, and like uh, we couldn't go out. You already know the, you have already seen the racial attacks, like, so it was, I would say it's, it, it was better if you are at home, if you are doing online course, and yes, I would say wait for offline courses. If you, are, if you are wanting to come to Australia. Um, we both live on canvas for at some point. So what do you think, like, what's the difference between um, before the pandemic and uh, during the pandemic uh, living on canvas? So before the pandemic, as you have, you were at, on campus at that time, you know, like how vibrant the campus was, like events every week, we are going out, bus trips and all. During the pandemic, everything was closed. We were stuck in our room. Even, do you know, in our in our dormitory, we couldn't use the laundry for, I think, one week or so because the head of home closed it. And there was uh, people actually started complaining. And, uh, so they had to start the laundry. So it was like that. So we were cut off from everyone. Be there. Yeah. Wait, if they close the laundry, how are you going to wash your clothes? Exactly. Exactly, that's what, that's why everyone complained. Like, what was the point of this? So, after that week, they actually opened the laundry, but only one washing machine by laundry could be used, and that was for like two weeks, and then they allowed all the washing machines could be used. Like, there were more complaints coming and coming. So, you were supposed to graduate this December? Does it mean? Yeah, yeah. So does it mean you finish all your courses? 
So you still need to go to the courses this semester? Uh, so I actually dropped two of my courses, so it was like part-time. If, uh, if I had dropped all my courses, then I would have to leave Australia. And I, could, I can't leave Australia because there's no flight back home at that time. So it was, you know, uh, it would have been a very big... Uh, visa hassle, I guess. They might have let me leave in Australia on humanitarian ground. As visa condition is this, if you have a gap of six, more than three months, you have to leave Australia, right? Um, I think my visa was about three months after my graduation. Saying like my student visa was supposed to expire like three months after my supposed graduation month. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how you can. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I did have a classmate who deferred his graduation ceremony for one semester because he has. Uh, I think one of his grade couldn't get back to him like soon enough for the graduation assessment mm -hmm. that's why he has to defer for one semester and that was like a very annoying experience for him <laughs> ah. because he had to explain to them saying you know like um i took this summer course but the even though the professor promised me he can grade my give my result like very fast but it's still not fast enough for the deadline uh, which is why he, yeah, which is why he had to graduate one semester later, and and he has to extend his student visa, which is like a very, <laughs> very annoying experience. And I think he still live on the campus for like one more semester, and and that was a very annoying situation as well. Yeah, I have to extend my visa and study for six more months. It's annoying. And as a, as a student visa, you can't get full time or part time job because it requires more than twenty hours. Oh yeah, are, are you? How how's your job hunting going? Uh, it's going and going and going. I'm getting interviews, which is good. But when they hear I'm on a student visa, okay, bye. <laughs> found this job job offers at AU library. So it it, it was a part-time job, right, as a librarian. But one of the most annoying requirements is they need you to work twenty one hours per week. Yes. Like they just increase 
Yeah, I mean, what I can think of is twenty hours. You can just work on retail, like restaurants, cafe, that kind of areas. But, but then in those restaurants, like there are some Asian restaurant which is very exploiting on international student as well, which is very annoying. <laughs> yeah, so I I can understand that. Like some some of the restaurants are like that. Yeah, one of one of the tenants we have here, and he work in this chicken shop.、Mm-hmm. I think they only gave giving like ten dollars or fifteen dollars an hour. Oh yeah, that's very low actually. Yeah, it's lower than the than the legal wage.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he just got a promotion recently to get to giving like one more dollars each hour. Okay, <laughs> a big promotion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It's just、yeah. really weird, like, cause I, I mean, if I hear of it, you know, technically I shouldn't report this, but if I report that he might lost the job, which is you know a very dilemma for me. <laughs> exactly, and when you lose lose the job, you also lose the reference. I don't think they will get like, reference. Will they get reference? Like, like even though you know, once when you enter the job market, I feel like yeah, it's more reference based, not merit based. You know, you can ask like the um, you the the residential hall for reference. You know. Yeah.、Uh, really. Yeah, like Rowena used to. Rowena say. She did some renting reference for previous students. Yeah, I I got the renting reference for me also, but job reference is different, I guess. Oh,、no? um, I mean, you do you remember Sue, the previous head of hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she told me like I could put her name as my referee. Ah, so but okay, but in now in my time, it's someone else. So, <laughs> I I don't want to get wrong. Oh, that's fine. I mean, as long as you can find a professor or someone with a title, it's fine.、Mm-hmm. Ah, so actually, I was putting you know references on my、uh, CV. So I'm just going to remove it now. I think you can just put one line say you know available upon request.、Mm-hmm. Unless yeah, they references on. Yeah, unless they request you to provide contact details. Yeah, but I did have some professor who said they are willing to provide me, you know, be my referee. <laughs> and they, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. So usually I got like five, six referees, you know, professors who was very willing, but I don't think they ever got the call from anyone. I don't know. I mean, the professor don't stay at the office all the time. Like that's one problem, and so it would be a good idea to just email them because they don't stay at the office all the time. Yeah, exactly.、Mm-hmm. So I don't know how those system work. I mean, 
when I apply for jobs, they can say, okay, you can just put down email address or phone number or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I generally provide the email and phone number, the office phone number. But I don't think they ever contacted. They don't do reference check, I guess. Some of them would do the reference check, and and I think if they do the reference check, they will let you know, like saying, uh, "We're going to do a reference check on you, and you just need to wait or some something like that." Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much, Raj, for coming tonight and do this interview with me, and I yeah. hope your job hunting. Will be, and I hope you can graduate next year. And good luck with your job, Hamdi. Yeah, thank you. It was all my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Have a nice one. Bye.